Kitzur Likutei Maharan, 1, Lesson number 60. 4. There are numerous kinds of false grace that people affect in the way they stand, the way they eat, the way they speak with other people, and so on. Each activity has its own particular brand of false grace or posture. A person becomes trapped in this false grace when he does not guard himself sufficiently against the desire for the vain beauty of women. Since these two things, i.e. false grace and this desire, are interconnected, as expressed in the verse, grace is deceptive and beauty is vain. Proverbs 31.30 Furthermore, as a result of this desire, a person falls to penury, as it is written, do not desire her beauty in your heart, since on account of a harlot, one will ultimately lack even a loaf of bread. Proverbs 6.25.26 This is also the meaning of the verse, wealth is diminished by vanity, Proverbs 13.11. That is, through the desire for the vanity of beauty, a person's wealth is thereby diminished. The sense of awe or fear of God, on the other hand, is the antithesis of all this, as it is written, Grace is false and beauty is vain, but a God-fearing woman is worthy of praise. Proverbs 31.30 Thus, through fear of God, a person is saved from the desire for false grace and vain beauty, which bring one to penury. Instead, he merits by his own agency holy wealth, which is the prerequisite for attaining Torah contemplation. 5. The intellect's ability to attain contemplation, as it should, primarily depends on the moisture and the oils found in the body. Sexual lust and the desire to enjoy the vain beauty of women interrupts one's breathing, and breathing is the main source of a person's vitality. See more in this lesson in Lakute Maharan. As a result of this disturbance in a person's breathing, the body's moisture dries up and the ability of the mind and the intellect to contemplate is impaired. Accordingly, all madness is caused by sexual lust, as is known. The same thing applies to people who are not actually insane, but who are affected by some serious lack or disturbance in their mental-emotional states. It is all brought on by sexual lust, which dries up the moisture and oils in the body and in turn spoils the mind. 6. Complete fear or awe of God is comprised of three components, each of which contains three constituent parts. The first component is the awe of heaven that is attained by contemplation of the greatness of the Creator using one's wisdom, analytical power, and knowledge, i.e. chachma, bina, and da'at. All three aspects of a person's mental faculties should be replete with fear and awe of God. The second component of awe is reverence for one's rav, which is gained through the learning a person receives from his rav. Here, too, a person must extend this fear into all three constituent parts of his Torah study, since the Torah is described as a threefold teaching, Shabbat 88a. The third component of awe is reverence for one's father and mother, and a person must extend this fear, too, out into the aspect of a house and wealth are inheritance from his parents, Proverbs 19.14. In other words, a person must let fear and awe of God infuse his wealth in all three of its constituent parts, which are his inheritance from his parents, as delineated in the teaching, a person should always divide his capital into three parts. He should invest a third in land, a third in business, and a third he should retain in his own hand. Bava Metziah 42a